Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the program. We're in episode 57, titled, Who is the Little Sister? We are getting close to the end of our study in the Song of Solomon. And I've got to tell you, the gospel is all over this song that God used Solomon to write. And right up to the last verse, where we will see later, we will see in chapter 8, verse 14, reflect on Revelation twenty-two twenty. Surely I am coming quickly, swiftly, speedily. Amen. So let it be. Yes, come Lord Jesus. As we left off last time with the Holy Spirit sealing and marking us as his own with a flame of fire, we now move to the bride's final intercession and revelation in song chapter 8, verses 8 through 14. The Song of Solomon up to this point has told us the story of how the young Shulamite maiden grew until she became a bride filled with the fire of God. Now she reveals how she sees herself in God. She knows who she is. We too can only be like the bride of Christ as we walk in revelation, confidence, and radical obedience. Now the bride offers her two final intercessory prayers, first for the church in chapter 8, eight verses 8 through 9, and then for the Jesus' return in chapter 8, verses 14. Now in eight, uh, chapter 8, verses 8 and 9, we see her, the bride's passion and intercession for the church. The immature sisters, you could say. Verse 8 says, We have a little sister, too young to have breasts. What will we do for her if someone asks to marry her? Verse 9, If she is a virgin, like a wall, we will protect her with a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous, like a swinging door, we will block her door with a cedar bar. Well, the bride, the church, in the overflow of having the Holy Spirit's seal of love renewed in her heart, and that was in chapter 8, 6, and 7, she is aware of the spiritual condition of others who have remained as babes in Christ. She intercedes for them, although. Now let's look at uh, chapter 8, verse 8. The bride speaks to Jesus, saying, We have a little sister. Now because she, the bride, is working closely with Jesus, the bride does not use the singular saying, What will I do for my sister? But rather she uses the plural, we, indicating that 
She is in partnership with Jesus. Now, you see her original prayer in chapter 1, verse 4, said, let, let us run together, is in the plural again. All running in ministry is in the plural. We work together with the Lord and with others to help the lost and the immature. The fact that she even sees the little sister's need is the work of the Holy Spirit in her. She, the bride, feels the same toward the little sister as Jesus does. He ravished over them, chapter 4, verse verse 9, and longs to see their faces and hear their voice, chapter 2, verse 14. She joins Jesus in mature partnership. The bride remembers her little sister instead of forgetting her as she, the bride, moves on to deeper things. Immature believers are the responsibility, if you will, of the bride. The little sister is little in faith and thus easily loses her courage in difficulties. She quickly gives up in pressure. The daughters of Jerusalem were in the same condition as this little sister. Now, the little sister has no breasts, which means she is unwilling and unable to nurture others with the milk of the word. Paul writes about it in 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 and 2. Now, she fellowships with those she hangs out with, the little sister does, with with, but neglects to take responsibility for others being overwhelmed with her own problems and wants. She remains a spiritual babe who is focused on herself. The bride is not offended by her, but helps her. Now the bride asks for the Lord's counsel and helps and help concerning with the little sister. She intercedes by saying, What shall we do for our sister? How can we help bring her forth to maturity? The bride has a deep sense of responsibility for the immature believers. In in the song 6, verse 11, and 7, verse 11, This is the heart of a spiritual father. You find that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. She is not content to go on in the Lord without helping others follow Jesus. In Song 8, verse 9, the bride presents her little sister's case before the Lord in intercession with two possibilities. Verse 9 says, If she is a virgin like a wall, we will protect her with a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous like a swinging door, we will block her with a cedar bar. If the little sister is called to be a spiritual wall, 
Then the bride and the Lord will build on her. A barrier brings defense to a city and establishes a line of distinction. Barrier ministries function in a pastoral way to protect the people from the enemy. But if little sister is called to be a spiritual door, then the bride and the Lord will enclose her. A door is the point of entry for others. The greater, you might say, of the grace of God and salvation, for all as an evangelist, a teacher, and maybe a prayer warrior. So the bride prayed in verse 9, We will protect her. Jesus and the bride will work together with little sister until she is enclosed by God. Listen to the Apostle Paul speak to the church in Rome to pay attention to the calling on our lives. That's in Romans 13, verses 11 through 14, as I read. And now consider this, says Paul, you know well the times you are living in. It is time for you to wake up and see what is right before your eyes. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Verse 12, the darkness of night is dissolving as dawn's light draws near. So walk out on your old dark life and put on the armor of light. May we all act as good and respectable people, living today the same way as we will in the day of his coming. Do not fall into the patterns of dark living, wild partering, partering, drunkenness, sexual depravity, decadent gratification, quarreling, and jealousy. Verse 14, here it is. Instead, wrap yourselves in the Lord Jesus, God's anointing, and do not fuel your sinful imagination by indulging yourself, seeking desire for the pleasures of the flesh. That was Paul in Romans 13, verses 11 through 14. Now, everything in today's teaching, to me, my listeners, reflects Matthew 28 and how the church is called to make disciples. If you are a follower of Christ, this right here is a command direct from the Lord himself. Let's pray. Father God, we just lift you up tonight as we go through this this book of Song of Solomon, and we're getting close to the end, Lord. We just pray, Father, that, that we would be those that would have compassion to intercede for the lost. Father, I just pray for all my listeners right now that they hear the call, that they respond to the call, 
that when they look and they see the immature, that they don't just turn and walk away, that they try to encourage. Father God, the mature leads the immature. We are here for each other. We are to love one another. Father, so I just lift up each and every Christian around the world right now. I lift them up and place them on the altar of incense in heaven. Father God, that you stir and the aroma rises to the throne room. Lord Jesus, I just pray right now that you would quicken our hearts just as you quickened this heart of the bride, of the, of the Shulamite, Father God, that you would just continue to work your word through us, Father God, that these lost vessels out there in somehow, some way, would confess that you are Lord. And we pray this in your precious name right this very moment, Jesus of Nazareth. Amen and amen. Well, until next time, I'm Neil Parks.